you know that this is a podcast about dating. But when it comes to dating, there are certain obstacles, and we're going to talk about one that people don't think about. All right. Friendship. Your name is Nithya, and we've been friends for a very long time. We have. How long? Doing the math that I don't know how to do. Um, yeah, we're not math. I think 15 years. Seriously, I think it's 15 Damn, years. we didn't even go out to celebrate that. I mean, we, that's longer than a lot of relationships or marriages, I would say. Yeah, and that's why friendships are sacred. Congratulations to both of us. <laughs> congratulate yourself. Yes, congratulations, Ari. Thank, Thank you. you for being my friends for 15 years. So, you know, this is a dating podcast. I know you called me here today to talk about dating. At your... And we were sort of talking back and forth about this, and we landed on friendship because friendship is important to dating. I think one of the reasons that we have been able to sustain our, our friendship for as long as it has, has gone on um, is because we were in relationships that allowed for that to happen. And sometimes not everyone is able to maintain relationships like this. At past a certain age, one could argue. So I think like maybe it's helpful because, so a friendship is a type of relationship and we're, I guess yeah. we're, we're dating podcast, right? We're talking about regular relationships in terms of romantic, romantically inclined, I guess. I mean, culturally speaking, um, and this is a huge generalization, of course, but, you know, with our culture being as patriarchal as it is, um, and the sense of ownership some men have over their girlfriends, right? Which we saw a lot, especially with women from our culture, like, girls not being able to be on a dance team because their boyfriends were like, I don't want you to be touched by another guy or lifted up in the air when, I don't know, like a jean song is on. Like, it's just ludicrous. A jean song, yes. <laughs> I, I actually thought you were gonna say you can't be on the dance team because of your period or something and made it really archaic, but no, you didn't go there. No, no, I didn't. Some some guys don't even understand periods. Some? You mean like 95%? <laughs> what are you so talking about? not even go there, but... Luckily, I was never in a relationship like that because that some my, my values just don't align with men that are like that in general. I made it a point to make sure people that were important to me knew who you were. So anyone that I dated, I think you can agree, you know, I introduced you, yeah, I invited yeah, yeah, yeah. you out to things. So like, I think there is a role for the person who's in the relationship to play when it comes to saving or maintaining relationships that you find important. I think once you start to hide or once you start to be like, oh, I was talking to nobody or like you just kind of shoo them off to the side, that's when you know you have a problem. Yeah, I think in all of my relationships I've been able to do that. Hence why we, what I was trying to get at is one of the reasons I think that we've been friends for so long is because, because of that. Like I, I, I allowed that space for that to happen and to be with people who accepted that. and. I mean, again, coming from a completely different background where I never really looked at, you know, I don't know, like growing I up. I never looked at anyone. I, I just never, I never was like, oh, like he's a guy, like I can't be friends with him. Like you remember there was this one time um, a friend of my, one of, one of the people that I've dated um, had such an issue with you. Yeah. <laughs> he has such an issue with you. And yeah. the thing is, I wasn't dating him. <laughs> and my my ex at the time would always be like, oh, he, he he doesn't like him. He keeps telling me to watch out. And like, 
watch out for what? Like, I literally spent every waking hour of my day with my ex at that time. And it's like... Yeah, it was a problem. I remember. <laughs> I'm like, watch out for what? And then he tried to attack you. Oh, yeah. No, no, he, he attacked me. But you know what? That really wasn't because of that. That was because he felt so insecure that the girl he was talking to at that point was on really good terms with me. Like she, like she wasn't trying so to date me. Yeah, yeah it so, was a so, so it was all of it. So when she and her, when they were both walking, I remember it was, it was at the Ryerson pub or whatever. <laughs> Don't out us like that. I can cut that out. What's Ryerson? It's Ryerson that, that doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they were walking by, and I remember just being like, "Hey, like, it's not like I was like, hey, how you doing? You know, jo Joey style. I, I was just like, hey, they were walking by. I was on my phone." And she smiled and she waved, and then he was not about it. Like, he genuinely hated the fact that she knew me, and because I met her first, that she was in good, good terms. Again, no one was gonna date or anything, but he was trying to chop that at the time, right? Like, the term. So he was just super pissed, so he, he uh, sucker punched me at the time. I remember it was so funny. I definitely think opposite gender, um, opposite identified genders. Yeah, it's really hard to go with the lingo. Obviously, there are terms there that not everyone is familiar with, so yeah. whatever you want to call it, um, someone who's different you from you. Friends with anyone yeah, is, exactly. is, the, is the point at the end of the day. I think a good friend is how they make you feel and how they make your significant other feel. If they are not, if they are not making your significant other feel comfortable, then that's something you need to address and reevaluate. If they are not, in your friend, if your friend is not making an effort to get to know your significant other, then there is an issue. Um, Pretty simple. But it's two ways. It also falls on you as well. And you know, I've been in situations like that too. It's like, I have to make sure I do my part to ensure that my significant other understands what the hell is going on, if for any reason there is a concern. Um, and I, I don't think it's outlandish for like, if I was dating someone or my husband, um, I make a new dude friend and he's like, he trusts me, so he wouldn't really be like this, but let's just say for the sake of this conversation, he'll, he's mildly, like, peaked. Like, why are you making new male friends, let's just say. Is that weird? Wouldn't that be, is that weird to think? As, um, like, your, like, would, if your husband thought that? It's not normal for me, yeah. like, in my life, because my husband trusts me, but um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's outlandish if, if that's all you say and you don't talk about that person again. Like, if Thurston were to come to me and be like, oh, like, Ashley, it's the first thing in my head. Like, oh, Ashley. Yeah, you know, I went to the bar with Ashley, and, like, she, he came home late. Like, there's context, right? Like, there's context as to, like, what were you doing with this person? If it's someone at work, okay, cool. Like, if it's someone at work, work. even at work, like, if you have a healthy relationship, he's going to tell me about this person named Ashley that he's having a good time with. Is there a, a Thummel equivalent to Ashley? Like, Ashley is, like, my basic white girl name in my brain. And probably Sindhu. Probably Sindhu, yeah. yeah. I can <laughs> We've count. talked about this. I, there's a lot of Sindhus, actually. Shout out to the Sindhus all out there. I mean, you guys are keeping it real, despite having a very universally maybe hated name. There's so many variations of Sindhu, too. Like, like the way it's spelled? Way it's spelled, where it's, way, way it's said, whatever numerological way it needs to be spelled. Give me two Sindhus. There's Sindhu with a D Sindhu. at the end. Sindhu. I spell it like that. And then you have the TH at the end. Um, Sindhu. 
and then you have Simbuya with a Y at the end, and you have Simbuja, Simbujin, <laughs> which is it seems like a dude's name, name, yeah. There's a lot of them. That would suck to be a guy named called Sindhu all the time, right? Yeah, because even if you go shorter with Sin, a lot of the Sindhus are called Sin. How much shorter can it be? C? Psy? Psyduck? Well, it would be an S. No, like S-I would still be... Uh, C, right? That would be a 7. Spanish. Oh, it's a 7! Yeah! Type R. tech <laughs> In short, you can be friends with whoever the hell you want. It could be just as awkward with a girl. If I met, made a new girlfriend who just... I'm, not, I'm just thinking about the worst case scenario. I made a new girlfriend and her interests were going to strip clubs and partying at night. That would probably make my husband be like. That's a very, actually that's a very good point because we're, we're so focused on the opposite sex based on if yeah. you, you were in the, the opposite relationship, right? So I'm a man, I, I'm straight, I like women. So if, if my wife, in this case, found a friend that at this point, even though we have a young daughter and we're married and all that yeah. stuff, Going to strip clubs in this in this case, just going out clubbing all the time. It is kind of. I do want to say though, there's literally nothing wrong with doing that. But I think the fear is when it's someone of the opposite sex, it just becomes ultimately like gray area in one's mind. Well, as soon as when you say it that way, it's literally like the fear is that you're gonna have sex with someone. Yeah, and and you're literally it's such a heteronormative way to think because it's like I can have sex with a girl if I wanted. Absolutely. And what would you think about? <laughs> Are you asking me what I would think about you having sex with another? No, no, no. That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> it's not about my sex life. Um, so, I mean, ultimately, as I sit here and think about this, it comes down to how healthy your actual relationship is. We had a TC on the Street episode on the other Boat Cruise with Alan with this. And the question was, can, men, like, can you be friends with the opposite sex? It's the same, exact same thing. And I find that everyone says basically the same thing. It seems like the answer here is very simple. Oh, of course, be friends with anyone. But I feel like a lot of people don't practice that. Um, they'll say it, but they themselves really don't have any friends of the opposite sex, sex, and they are married to someone of the opposite sex. So they're just, it's almost like the, uh, the addition of now upgrading your status in their terms, you are now married with someone, with, yeah, to someone, that now all your friends are gone. And I'll give you a good example of this. So someone I know is the same thing. They complained to their now husband at the time that it's like, oh man, like I'm going through so many problems because all my male friends, they're, they're not my friends anymore. I gave up a lot for you. That was said. She's saying in this context that she's sacrificed a lot of her friends who are male. Basically, the males dropped out because she now has a husband or a boyfriend. Ah. So it's like the idea of yeah. having friends of the opposite sex is yeah. being thrown out the window, even though this person, just like many, would say, of course you can be friends with the opposite sex. So, I mean, I have also been in that position um, where some guys that I thought were friends as soon as they picked up girlfriends disappeared. Um, it was rare. I went over a situation where the people that I have dated were also kind of just naturally friends with my dude friends. So there wasn't too much of delineation there, but I've experienced it on the other side and it's, Honestly, no one's ever actually told me this. None of the guys told me this, but I'm almost pretty confident that that happened because their significant others were not comfortable with whatever the hell we had going on from a friendship standpoint. I don't know, but not us. I just meant like, you know, but not I kind of put it together. It's just sometimes you got to do the math 
on your own and like, okay, well, when you get out of that relationship, I guess I'll hear from you or not because that kind of pissed me off. Like, that's kind of annoying. Like, it's like being ghosted and I don't know. I guess, like, if, if they can't really tell you because then they're throwing their girlfriend under the bus, but... Hey, a tangent here is um, there's obviously everyone here knows a person, a friend, that started dating someone and they ghosted you. You're the, you're the friend group is ghosted because they're so focused on their new Goldilocks relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's crappy, but I, un I understand that it could happen for a week or two, but man, like it happens way more than you think and for a long period of time. And then of course, when the relationship sucks, who are they calling when they need support? That's just a tangent, but in the same vein, why, I don't know why all these, uh, the members of the opposite sex drop out. So in this case, why all the male friends dropped out from that, that friendship. We found out it's because those male friends weren't really friends in this case. They kind of just wanted a piece. And yeah, once they, once, she, yeah, <laughs> once she got with someone in this case, they were gone. They were just gone. And she was wondering why, and that sucks. At the same time, you get into a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you get into a relationship right now and you have a lot of male friends that you haven't seen in a while because of the pandemic, mm -hmm. right? So what happens if like now the pandemic's kind of over or whatever? What if they hit you up now? It's like, hey, let's go watch a, bas a basketball game at a bar, right? I feel like that happens a lot and people shy away from it because they're afraid to tell their significant other that I'm gonna go out with the, uh, the boys or the girls or whatever. See, that, see, again, that would be a rare thing for me because pretty much everyone I know is around. Or, or their shit would know. Yeah. Like, even if it's not someone, like, say there was, like, a long hi hiatus and I haven't talked about this person, like, I may be like, hey, like, Joe, or just whatever, random name, Joe, um, mm -hmm. just hit me up and I haven't talked to him in, like, five years, like, he just wants to hang out. Like, normally, like, my the way I would communicate that, if, if Joe was a good friend of mine, I would be happy. I'd be like, oh, my God, I haven't heard from him in, like, five years. Like, oh, I wonder what he's up to. Um, he wants to go watch the game. I'm just gonna like just that kind of style of communication sh If you're in a healthy relationship Shouldn't bother your husband in the first four or five years of my relationship with Joey before we or even after being married There were some women that I knew from the past. They just kind of resurfaced again I don't know why or maybe I did because you know on Instagram Sometimes you just like someone who reaches out or comments and you're like, oh, I forgot about this person How are you doing and then so I had this crew that we would watch like basketball games with or something and um I was like, hey, maybe I can go like, you know, hang out with them. I thought about that so innocently that I didn't think, oh, like four out of the five of them are women. And I think the fifth guy, like he's gone. So I'm basically going to ask my wife if I can go out with four women and just watch a basketball game randomly. And she's never met any of them and I've never talked about them. But I knew them and had this heavy run. You know how you can go through like pockets of friends for a bit, like they're around for two years yeah, and then yeah. they're gone. So that was that. So I was like hesitant, right? Like I was afraid almost like, oh, I don't know if I should ask her. So hold on. Why didn't you ever talk to Joey about that? I don't know. They just like, we fell off like right before the relationship. It was kind of a coincidence. So it had nothing to do with her. It was just because I like, I, I, I was living outside of the country for like four or five months. Is it possible months. that you were that guy that you just described in the previous So I, so I didn't. So you wait. ghosted those girlfriends because you found Joey. Maybe. I don't remember doing that, but maybe it's very possible. I can own it if I know. It's very possible. I mean, it's not malicious. It's not intentional. But... Well, I, the, again, I, I feel like I'm cutting you off a lot. But there are, there are first-tier first friends and there are second-tier friends. And, and in this case, these friends were just like, you hang out when you hang out. 
Um, we're not talking every day. We're not even talking every week. So that's how I position them. So obviously when you're in a new relationship, I, I feel like, yes, those friends are gone. Like they're not gone, but they're, you know, they're low priority. It's your main core that should be around and they should be meeting your significant other, of course. Yeah. So it's possible I ghosted them, but also not. There are relationships though. And I mean, who am I to say what's the best way to have in a Kentucky one, but there are relationships that are private too. Like I've seen, I know there are some people who are so, who value their privacy so much that they're like, this is my relationship and this is my friends and none of these things should ever meld together. Like I want them separate. And in those cases, it's like, you just better hope you're dating someone that also has that system. We can like kind of wrap this up, but I do have this question. And I've noticed in the last like two years, there's a shift towards like being more conservative in some ways. The media is very liberal. I feel like in the last two years, it's kind of, there've been channels that have been popping up that are more male centric. Like you can do this with women, you know, pickup artists and all that stuff. Oh. I think it all cycles. It's oh, absolutely. recycled. Well, we're talking about friends of the opposite sex. Their whole position on this is you can't have a friend of the opposite sex, yeah. being a straight person or whatever. They'll say, so when you're single and that friend calls you and says, hey, you know, like it's 10 p.m., like you want to hook up? Their argument is if that was a guy and the woman called the guy and it was 10 p.m., the guy would 100% say yes, and therefore they are not friends. They are just kind of two people in, con and whenever the woman is down, they will have sex with that woman. That's, their, that's literally what the Red Pill Society. I often think about Joey from Friends, and I'm like, how the fuck is he anybody's friend? That is like, Joey is literally a classic example of what a male friend shouldn't be. He kind of hits on all of them, like in he weird times, right? hits on every single one of them. It's hey, you need anything, you can always come to Joey. <laughs> Me and Chandler live right across the hall, and he's away a lot. <laughs> Joey, stop hitting on her. It's her wedding day. What? Like there's a rule or something? <laughs> almost, if you look at it at the lens of what we're talking about right now, you're almost like, dude, how are you still friends with him? It's that whole boys will be boys BS that, you know. Girls will be girls, like, boys will be boys, everyone will be everyone. Like conservatives often like to spin, but that's fine. But is that the kind of world you want to live in? As, as a man, um, do you think that that's a fair assumption to make about men? Like, are men just, do you not think that's sad to be like any girl that you meet you want to bone, like for real? Like, I, to be to be fair, you could bone anyone, and a woman can do the same as well. And it's, it's very much a social Everyone construct can, yeah. how we view the opposite gender. We're literally conditioned from a very young age on how we, how a woman should interact and how a man should interact. And I think that heavily affects these viewpoints. But I just think it's a really sad place to live in. If any, any man that I see, I'm constantly like, he just wants to bone me. Do you think it's any different being in this little thummel bubble of ours? Can thummel people be friends with the opposite sex? Is that a different question? There's a lot of nuance to that because a lot of, there's a lot of things that Tamil men have been taught to look for in women that are completely false, in, in my opinion. Do you want to name a couple? Uh, I mean, first it starts with appearances, like being light-skinned, having straight hair. Um, so the women should, so the women should be light-skinned, have straight hair. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually not even going to say like, 
when I go to these Tamil events, I know that when I'm entering these spaces, I have some of those things, right? Like some of these guys don't know anything about me. They're coming at me because of a certain way that I look, right? We have literally nothing in common most, most often, but it's very much, uh, the courtship is based on appearance. And you know, the first time I came to your house, I walk into your to your house and I see like a Trisha poster. Was it Trisha? It was Trisha, man. It was Trisha. Is it not Samantha? But I mean, that's another point. Like if you're if you're if you're growing up as a diaspora Tamil here, a lot of what you know, you're either learning from home, or. Uh, hold on, hold on. It's unfair to say that that poster is indicative of no, my just... love for light skinned women, and also because I'm with someone who's light skinned, lighter than me. Mainly because in Hollywood, Hollywood, what is it? All of Indian yeah. cinema, every female protagonist I, is light skin. I, I was trying strong, to say strong it out there to the to the universe. That's the fact that I do not have, have a preference. Poster, though, where'd you get that? Like a Cadbury chocolate bar that you bought at a Tamil. I probably store. got it from like those magnets that be that are handed out in Scarborough, like punch chocolate them and yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> lawyers at law, Team Selva. I'm sure there is one. Tamil media consumption is very much, it's not even a conversation. You're going to go for a light skin. Like you, the, a light skin Tamil girl with straight hair who basically looks like she's white or North Indian, if you will, um, is coveted, right? Like you'll go to a family event and even grandmas are like, oh, look at your like nice shiny hair or like, Oh, you're so fair. Like, what kind of... Your shoulders How so is that a compliment? Like, how is your skin tone a compliment? But, hey, every, uh, it seems like a lot of ethnic... Uh, yeah, it's not It's not just... It's, yeah. it's colonization, right? Yeah. It's not just the Tamil community, although we're still... You won't find Tamil actresses. They, they exist, but they are not what are covered, coveted, at least even in this day and age, right? It's slowly changing, but it's also one of the reasons that I... You know, Danush is in a Hollywood movie now with Captain America yeah, and Ryan Gosling. That's, that's great. That, that, that is great. I'm not going to say that. I wonder how much English she speaks in it. That's not. <laughs> is it funny that he's like kind of dark skinned though, like in comparison? No. So how, that's okay for a man to be dark skinned, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How many how many heroes? There's people who heroes. praise Tamil actors like friggin' gods like that are dark Skin. Rajnikanth, first of all, not Tamil. Dark as fuck. I mean, he's cool somehow. He, he's not Tamil, but you overlook that, and he's dark. You have every single one of these people. Um, who else? Vijay? Oh my god, Vijay. <laughs> dark. <laughs> like, dark. Like, okay, first of all, I don't want what I'm saying to be misconstrued that dark is bad. That's not what I'm saying. No, I know. And I mean, some people might not. And really, I'm comparing it to how females are... Oh, absolutely. Are desired, right? So, like, you'll have... I still can't get over the fact that that dude whose eyes are red all of the time, Vijay Akant, how the hell, first of all, is he an actor? Second of all... <laughs> Questioning his craft. Second of all, have you seen the actresses that he's paired with? In what world would when this work? When they ever work? get together, it doesn't, yeah, yeah. Basically, what you're saying, though, is that if, 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 I, um, if I was in a relationship with um, Tamil female in my straight case and she saw me hanging out with a light-skinned Tamil girl with uh, with straight hair and is and, and, and is skinny or whatever yeah, yeah. 
that she would be more threatened by that than uh, whatever the opposite of that is, a dark-skinned, thicker woman with curly hair. (laughs) I think attractiveness is synonymous with any situation, though. No, but would you think that that person, that... Yeah, I think I think that makes a difference. Um, obviously, there's nuances with that, but um, that's not just a Tamil thing. I think like even if you were non-Tamil and you had like a hot friend, and your girlfriend wasn't secure with herself or your relationship, and that at the end of the day is the answer. You need to be secure with yourself and your relationship. You need to know how to communicate, which is like the the Bible for any relationship that you're in. Uh, I think we've established that friendship is nice and it sucks if you don't have it. And it's not supposed to be threatening to relationships. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if you date, you you are friends with the person that you date. Well, you eventually will be friends, you hopefully. Hope. You would hope, right? <laughs> the state of relationships is very complex and nuanced, as you know, and that's a topic for another day. But thank you for joining us, talking about friends. And... Thank you for joining me. Actually, yes. Uh, so I, I think we glossed over who you are and what you represent and all that stuff. So like, uh, what I you, represent? yeah, I, I would love to know what you represent. Hoop earrings, uh, cool, cool hairstyles, witty banter, <laughs> light skinned. Me? <laughs> you know what's you know what's hilarious is if I were to go back home, I'm still not. Yeah. As light skinned, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is insane. So if you're in a situation where you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and you have a friend that's a girl yes. um, that you're quite close with mm-hmm. and you find out one day you have, like that your girlfriend doesn't like her. Right? So my, my significant other in this your case does not like my friend. Yeah, your significant other doesn't like your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a first part question. One, what would you do about that? I mean, if uh, so in this case, I kind of find, uh, yeah, I found out one night that you know, I don't, I don't really like that Nithya person because that's kind of yeah. what happens sometimes. <laughs> it's happened in the past. Um, well, you know, you kind of have, you have, kind of have to explain the situation because I feel like that, um, whatever they're thinking, comes from a place of mystery. Mm-hmm. Maybe I haven't explained our relationship is not enough to them, and wonder why we talk a lot or like we message or send memes or the thing with us is we have such a like a symbiotic rapport with memes and, relate, and like jokes and sometimes we say the same thing and they're like, oh, they must be really close. You know, like, I don't, okay, sure. But because we've had that much experience together, they may be intimidated. So the whole thing is basically, let's do a meeting of the minds. Let's all hang out. That's it. So that's how you would just bring everyone together. One, once everyone's comfortable, of course. I'm yeah. like, if they're not comfortable, then, you know, like it, it does become a little harder, but it, they have to budge on that part because if, they're like, I don't, I don't like your relationship with your friend, but they're not willing to meet the friend, figure out where we're all about together. We, all, we always party together with our significant others. Mm-hmm. So at that point, they should naturally get into why we're friends or in hopefully in someone else's situation, same thing. That's what I would so, do. So let's say you do that and your girlfriend is still like, nah, I don't like her. I'd re- we would really have to like sit down and really talk about it. We, you know, pro con list. What's going on? Like, really figure it out. And honestly, if there's something, it, it seems like at that point, it's a trust thing. Like you've mentioned throughout, you've peppered this throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's all about trust. So if she doesn't trust my friend, you, or whoever else, then it's really on her now because we've we've collectively done the steps that we needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's actually more funny if you didn't like the significant other because then that's another thing. <laughs> but yeah, and then it's I like mean, that could happen. Like if, yeah. like if as a friend that's close enough to you, that usually happens too. Where it's just like this person's not great for you. Yeah, I don't think they're right for you. Um, although that's never really happened. Not with us, but like I'm sure it happens a lot. Yeah, no, it happens, but with us it hasn't. For the girls that are watching this that have dated him, <laughs> it's never happened. All one point five of you. <laughs> Let's say you make the decision that you're going to maintain a double life where you, you haven't found an answer. You, you haven't found a concrete way to, to meld this all together. And your girlfriend's adamant. I'm like, you know what? I don't, want you to, I don't want you to be friends with her, but you're close with this friend. Would you tell your friend? That my significant other doesn't want to be close, doesn't want me to be close with her? Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's tricky. You know why this is tricky? Because this has happened. So I do have a, a with one of my relationships, um, she noticed that like on an Instagram post or some post or some story that I was really close to this other woman. Yeah. And she's like, I don't understand the verbiage you guys are using. Like, well, you guys are describing each other like the lovers or something. And this was right before I started dating you. So what's, what's the deal? Is, is this person like, are we exclusive? All that stuff. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. She's just like a very flirty, like she works in an industry that promotes that and like to be like a, a friend to everyone. And like, mm -hmm. if I, and then I said to her, I said to my uh, person I was dating, I was like, um, she's really flirty. I wanna like just know her because she knows a lot of people too. And honestly, it's there's like no one's trying to sleep with anyone here, yeah. right? So that has happened. And when they met, there were like air, like darts going to each other's eyes. Like I knew they, they could see that they didn't like each other. And then when I saw my friend, she's like, yeah, it didn't seem like your girlfriend really liked me. I'm like, she did not because you are very flirty. And she's and she said, well, you know, that's just how I am. And she wasn't apologizing for it because it's like, okay, sure. And then- It's a little bit strange. <laughs> it is very strange. She's like, I'm not apologizing for it. Okay, <laughs> right. So I'm not gonna really talk to you that much. But I have worked for this person before, like, cause she's in the media arts frame of mind and industry. Do you think for viewers who are locked in this, maybe in, this, in, this, in a similar situation, that it's important for the friend to understand. Do you think there's a role that the friend has to play to mitigate situations like this, or does it fall completely on you? I think it's everyone. Um, obviously, you're the key because if you want the relationship and you want the friend, you kind of have to work them all in together. Yeah. Now, if you're in the situation where the friend is super flirty, it really depends on how everyone's comfortable. Like, and I'm talking about flirty, like, yeah, sometimes they would touch your arm or something, yeah. right? And like, if your significant other is there and this person's touching your arm, it kind of gets strange. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you, again, it really has to be about the unit. It's a tricky situation though. There's a lot of communication. Basically communication is the key, which not everyone has. Yeah, I was in a similar situation where um, I had no idea that this friend's significant other had an issue with my friendship with this person. And this went on for like years. So we would be going on, we'd be going to events, we'd be chatting like nothing happened. And that, I guess, surmounted over years and just blew up into this situation where then I then found out that there, I was an issue. That you were an issue. That I was an issue, and that was a really awkward spot to be. Obviously, I mean, just to clarify, nothing happened ever. Like, it was nothing. It was clearly, um, 
it was clearly a, a sign that their relationship had poor communication issues. But I had wished that that person had told me at some point in those years. <laughs> so basically, you're, you're in a situation where you had no idea this was going on yeah. until it basically ended. Until, yeah, that friendship has ended. And like, I mean, at the time, it was not a fun time. And it was sad. And it was like, oh, wow, like this is all. It was unnecessary is how I felt. Because had I known to some degree, one, it was very false. It was a false assumption. And two, the assumption that you were doing something with the friend feel shitty. It's like, who, what kind of person do you think I am? Because you had a significant other at the time but yourself. Even, even if I didn't, I knew he was in a relationship. So why the Obviously, hell? Obviously, because you were friends. <laughs> yeah, but like, how, how, why would I do that? Right? Like, and, and these are a lot of other things. Like, if that person had gotten to know me and who I was as a person, like, that assumption probably would have eradicated on its own. But there is, there is a few archaic possibilities there, like archaic way of thinking that may have taken over, for lack of better words. <laughs> you know, the conclusion here is just because members of the opposite sex are together, we're not pandas at a zoo. We're just not going to bone for no reason. And that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think so. I'm still not convinced. Like, I'm still not convinced with the argument that all men want to do is fuck. <laughs> Because if that's the case, why the fuck would you get married? Because it's more about ownership and power now. Like, that logic to me means you would just bone everyone without a condom or, like, just not save sex, procreate across the map and leave your mark and have, like, little versions of you all over the world. Well, in this case... Which is, like, Mormonism, as, as FYI. This is... Have you guys seen that documentary? <laughs> like... That is literally what they think, that a man's purpose on earth is to duplicate themselves as many ways as possible. There's, duplicate. There's, duplicate. A, there's a lot of religious doctrines that praise this too, so it, it's a messy world. But I personally don't think the world that I want to live in. So the people that I am letting enter into my life should also follow that sort of I mean, POV, in my, like, I wouldn't, in a way, is what I'm trying to say, is in a way, <laughs> at the end of the day, it makes, I'm okay, and I'm at peace with those types of people no longer being in my life, because they no longer fit in my life. There you go. Yeah. Well, too friendship. <laughs> too French. You have nothing in your glass. I'm done. I'm, I, fake cheers. It's not fake, it just means you're slow. I mean... I hope that this was a, a productive podcast for anyone listening and watching. <laughs> All three of the people that are going to watch, including me, who edits it. I'm sure one of the people watching what, is we'll a gain Sindhu. Oh, is, is a Sindhu. Shout out to the Sindhus out there. We, we love and Thank respect you. Thank you for you. being here. Thank you for being you, Sindhu.